an elder, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. I don't like that. for everybody. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Cross culture. Cross culture. Cross culture. Cross culture. How you guys doing today? My name is Damio. Hi everyone. I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. I feel like I sound so peppy and you sound like an audiobook, like a narrator. <laughs> True. <laughs> like you got your smooth. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Erica Mona. Erica Mona. <laughs> Well, Damio, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling all right. That's good. You're looking good. You're looking sweet. Thanks. Likewise. Likewise. Thank you. So tell us, tell us. Any highlights? What made you smile? Yeah, I got a little bit of new furniture. You got That's what? my highlight. Some new furniture. I think you got new friends. <laughs> I don't know why that's what I heard. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's funny because you know it's not true. Um, but new furniture, that's nice. Yes, I got new tables, a new little chair. Mm-hmm. It's really been keep giving me life all week. Okay, that's exciting. Like you feel good when you walk into your apartment. Like yes, I've been trying to work on like my feng shui. Since, okay, since my birthday, I've just been like, okay, I'm thirty now. What does a thirty year old look like? like? Okay, so what do you feel like? What would you say your theme is or the vibe of your living space? Is. Oh, I ain't got as far as a theme. <laughs> okay. I think that I'm just trying to elevate it, though, with Elevate. Pieces. Okay. I like that. Elevation. Elev- <laughs> I like that. That's good. Good for you, girl. Good for you. How about you? What's your highlight this week? I lost two pounds. Okay. I lost two pounds. Indeed. I lost two pounds. I was like, oh. So, let me tell you my little secret. Oh. Is this castor oil? I think I did mention Oh, it. you know, I've been seeing girl, that too in I bought one for you. groups. Oh, did I did. Well, I mean, because yeah, I was like, it came in two. I'm like, let me just give her one. Oh, thanks. Um, so I rub it like on my belly, my baby, and girl, no. it should flush you out. But boy. that's what they say. They say so. You just put it on top. You don't ingest it. No, you don't ingest it. No, because I've ingested castor oil. I mean, you once. can. Yeah. Um, but typically, no. It's just more like on your skin ah. and your body because castor oil is so strong that it goes into your body. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's also used because you know with my condition of PCOS, they said it's supposed to like help alleviate like cramps, things yeah. like that. So I would definitely say I've seen I've been, it's been lighter. You know? And then people, some people have like there's a thing that people buy like the actual compress for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it helps with bloating. So I definitely woke up, but I did wake up a little like sick. People <laughs> did say like you know that's kind of like some people experienced that like. Not like horribly sick, but just a little like my body needs is getting rid of like queasy. Yeah, queasy is okay. the word. Yes, definitely queasy was the word. Um, so I like it so so far, but so far uh, I mean I've only used it for like two days. Okay. Um, I'm but try. I already have casserole at home, so I've been using that too. Um, but besides that, we drink a lot of water. You know, right? True. I've been trying to get my water a lot more water, a lot of tea. So trying to like fight temptation of like buying stuff or just Snacking. overeating. Yeah. So that definitely is a highlight. I have another highlight. It's a little, quick little okay, tea. Okay, come on with the highlight on highlight on highlight. A quick little tea. Girl, I'm planning a date. And I've not planned a Ooh. date in like 
five years. Wait, what do you mean when you say plan a date? Plan a date, like, oh, I'm looking at where we're going and what we're doing. I thought you just went on a date, though. Are you saying that you haven't I'm been going the one on, to I'm plan going on another date, yeah. But no, but you, but you said you no. haven't planned one. No, I've why. not planned a planned one. So usually they plan it and you yeah. just go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, what is it to do? Same person? Same person. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, let's, let's get it. And I'm paying. Whoa. I know, right? And I'm just like, I was like, you know, I'm like, oh, I see why men feel the way they feel sometimes. You're a liberated woman. Because Eric. I'm, you know, and I was like, damn, I'm finna, you know, it's different. I was looking at different options. I'm like, I ain't trying to spend this money. I'm like, damn. are we even there yet? I mean, have I ever gotten into the dick yet? Whoa. But I'm like, damn, that's bulky stuff because that's how men see you. You so savage with it. You're so- <laughs> It's bogus. Why would it was a quick thought, you know? And I was like, don't think like a cheap bitch, you know. But I I mean, I ain't spent too much because for me, it's levels. You know what I'm saying? The same way we say like, okay, the first couple of dates shouldn't be extravagant. No, yeah, still be within your budget. That makes sense, you know. So would you go to Applebee's? No, I don't like Applebee's though. Okay, but would you go to like a, a chain restaurant of that nature? Yeah, why not? Okay, like if so, I don't mind an Olive Garden. Okay, you know, it just it depends too, though. Okay. It, it also depends on my mood and a vibe I'm in at that mm-hmm. moment too. Like Cheesecake Factory, you know. I never was a part of that debate. I love the Cheesecake Factory. I, I like Cheesecake yes. Factory. So I'm saying Olive Garden, not first date, but maybe like the next couple of dates. Why not? It's homey. It's family. You know, like it's good food. You know, so I it depends. I only like the breadsticks, at Olive. Garden. I like Olive Garden. Okay. I actually really do like Olive Garden. You know, so it depends though. I take my son the other time too, so maybe you know. <laughs> Um, but anyway, a bitch is planning the dates. Um, but it's, you know, it's not, I'm, you know, anyway, I'm like, cause I was like, do I want to spend this amount? And I was like, no, you know what? Do what you're comfortable with. Okay. You Where I'm not you tricking on these niggas. I okay. am not tricking. I am not I mean, tricking. I feel like that's a level of trickation. Damn. So if it's, you think so? I mean, it's like the first level of tricking. But if it's the other way around with guys, is it also called tricking? Yeah. It's like the first level. Well, I'm, he better be worth it now. That's all I'm going to say. It, okay. it, be, it better be a good dude. When you say worth it, okay, I was just trying to clarify. <laughs> Everything better, better. He better call his A game, okay? okay? I mean, I'm just saying, like, personality-wise. I don't know, because the first thing you said was good dick, so I, I was like, okay. I mean, not online, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I was telling myself, don't think like that. Don't, you know, that... Don't think like a man? Yeah, because men that think like that see that's also, like, a cheap mentality, too, right? Like, it is cheap. It, it's very cheap. It is cheap. It's very cheap. So I'm like, bitch... It, and it was, I was having a very cheap moment at that time when I had that, like, thinking. Okay, so where did you land on? Like, what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Axe throwing. Oh, okay. So that's, that's something cool. fun, and that's it's cool. not. Yeah, not. It's not. It's expensive. not super pricey. No, no. Okay. I mean, they have pricier ones, like if you want to do longer, but no, it's not pricey. And it's just um, dinner after. Okay. So the dinner part, I'm just like, mind your manners. Yeah, right. You gonna do like <laughs> how guys do? If he orders a lot, you're just gonna get an appetizer. <laughs> I think it works for women because women don't eat a lot sometimes. Right, so, right. If you're not a greedy woman, so you could. Damn. So no, you, what about that woman that ordered 48 no, oysters? No, that was, but what if, you, if you get a full plate, is it greedy? No, he should get what he wants. Like, no, I'm saying you. If I get a full plate, what's like a full a plate? Woman. Appetizer and... Like an actual main course. Know your level. <laughs> know your level. Know who's taking you out. I feel like even when you got in, uh, with, a, with a guy, you kind of scope his vibe out. You could scope his pocket out a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, mm, is he in a splurging mode? Or like, can he really... You know what I'm saying? Like, you... They give off the vibe. 
Yeah. And that's something that I have noticed, even just with dating. Like, okay, you know. Like you know a man that's going to spend money. Exactly. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not a cheap girl, okay? I, I got some little money, so let me try it a little bit. Um, Anyway, but wish me luck. I'll let you know how it goes, if it goes well. Okay, well, I guess you're manifesting a good date this week. Um, no, that's not my, my manifestation Damn. for the week. Uh, my manifestation is good health and strength. I've been tired a lot this week, or the past week, so I want to have energy. Mm-hmm. Energy. Energy is my manifestation. Like, just kicking kicking shit. Just You know what I mean? Like, I'm getting stuff done. What about you? Uh, peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I'm, I'm manifesting peace of mind. Yeah. Just being free. Especially because, like, I have the week off. Oh, you have the whole week off? Yeah, I have the whole week off. Yeah, that's nice. Till after Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so, nice. Consider it a fall break, I guess. Because, look, we about to break. About to I break like now. that. So. Well, audience, as we like to say, try to, you know, life is hard. Manifest so, what you want. Yeah, and take note of the little things that make you smile. Take a minute. Just breathe. Relax. All right, so Dami, how do we like to start? Guys, we like to start with the hot, 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 hot topic. Hot topics. This week is hot. No, this week was hot. Blazing. Oh, no, it was like, beep, 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 beep. blazing jalapeno hot. <laughs> That's what this week felt like. It felt like, like what? Especially if you're a podcaster, it was like, ooh, bring on the topics. It's gay upon gay Bring on the topics. For real, for real. So where do we even start with? Let's let's start nice. Let's start with Let's start with Diddy. I kinda want us to like just jump into jump it. Jump into it. Let's start with Diddy. Let, let's just start with it. Start so with- apparently Diddy, he has been accused. There's a lot of accusations going on. Allegedly. Oh, right. Okay, okay, okay. We are still saying allegedly, allegedly. All right, all right. Um, Cassie, she did accuse him for sexual assault assault. Abuse. She sued him for thirty million dollars. Um, in, in, with that um, accusation, let me see. Let me pull up real quick what she. So added. really quick, because mm-hmm. I just realized yesterday, but some people don't know Cassie and Diddy's history. But you know what? Give it to us because I really don't know the history. You don't know like their history? I know like she was a singer and they dated, but when oh and okay they were together for ten years. But like their time when they like whoever she is I was in Nigeria then okay so here is the history of Cassie and Diddy so Diddy had a show on MTV called Making the Band um of the show we had artists like Danity Kane Don Richards Aubrey all day uh quite a few and Cassie was one of those artists the season that he created Danity Kane was the season he was the same moment he got Cassie. Oh, So okay. what happened was, like, you know, it was like a reality show to pick the best band, like making the band, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Um, so the second season, it was one season he did an all-girl band, one season he did an all-boy band, mm-hmm. right? So um, the season of the all-girl band, he created Danity Kane, but then he I was remember. like, oh, there's something about you that has star power. Okay. So he gave both Danity Kane and then took... Cassie as a solo artist. So what? Cassie was originally part. She was a, she was a contestant on the show. A contestant. Okay. So she lost the Danity Kane part of it, like the being part of a group. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I see something in you. You're a star." Now, anybody who watched Making the Band knew mm-hmm. that what he saw was this fine ass Afro Latina girl. Uh huh. And as a true New Yorker, he couldn't resist. Okay. Um. So he found a way to give her a little solo career. Apparently, she was what nineteen then. She was probably like maybe twenty. I don't think she was as young as 19, but definitely, like, early 20s. Okay. To Diddy was probably already maybe, like, 36 at that time. Okay. Um, 
She had two hits. And she had an album that did pretty well. Okay. So her biggest hit is Me and You. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Me and You. Y'all know that song. And then she had another um, single out, Long Long Way to Go, that mm-hmm. came out. And then her album was pretty good. She was, sorry, she was 19 and he was 37. Yes. Okay, so she was 19. Yes. Um, All right. So she was very, very young at the time. Um, it, it always gave weird. It always gave abuse of power. Mm-hmm. Considering, like, he took her from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, she had the one album and never made music again. Mm-hmm. We just knew her to be Diddy's girlfriend. Yeah, for the next ten years. Yeah, and it always gave weird because you know we would watch Diddy and all his girlfriends and all his wives, and in between he'd have kids. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he had those twin girls, Delilah and what's her name? Like he, no, he had them already. He had them already, but like he, Diddy was living his life. Yeah, let's just say it. Diddy was living his life. Yeah, so. So now, fast forward to today, um, she was she filed a $30 million lawsuit against Diddy, accusing him of years of physical abuse and rape, says he forced her to have sex with male prostitutes while he recorded and forced himself on her throughout their relationship. What are your thoughts? I mean, what are the thoughts to have? That's, listen. Do you believe it? I would say that, for a long time in the industry, there's been quite, you know, when people make consistent rumors about mm-hmm, somebody, mm-hmm. the consistent rumor about Diddy, other than him being secretly homosexual, mm-hmm. has been like, Diddy is a monster. Yeah. We know him as a monster in business. Yeah. In the fact that he, you know, all his artists have something to say. Yeah, all. All of them. Mm-hmm. Bet every single one has something mm-hmm. to say about Diddy. Um, and I think that we have all just witnessed his misogyny. Well, I won't call him misogyny. I'm not bash Diddy, but like we've witnessed his relationship with women, and we've always felt like, mm, mm-hmm. is that cute? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I I do believe it. I'm not. You know. I just think that the whole relationship never gave true love. So it's quite sad, you know, because yes, there has definitely been like a consistent rumor of like, okay, he's gay, he's gay, and gay is not even the problem, but it's more of like. There's a creepiness to him. He's like, a grooming gay. Like yeah. he likes younger boys. The same way he likes younger girls. And you know, even like um fifty cent um exhibit, other male like artists have um celebrities have said like he is a weird gay man. Like they've really said that. Even oh, I when know I read um Yes. If 50 said it, it's a fact. Oh, yeah. He said he's fruity. Yeah. Like, even, was it the Breakfast Club? Like, he, it was specifically what he said. He said, keep that nigga away from me type of he thing. He did say that. You're right. I yes. Know like, you know. Um, so, it was a point I was trying to make. But that he, so, it was something I saw on TikTok, right? Of course, TikTok is so many, whether false or true, whatever. But this lady, she's an RB artist. I forgot. I don't remember her name. In the 90s, she was also part of the record label. She a bad boy. Yes. Um, and she was she also worked for him and that she walked into his office. She didn't knock on the door and she walked into she saw Christopher Williams, R and B artist. He was on um Rehouse of Atlanta. You know that season where they were calling Todd uh opportunist? Yes. That lady that was calling Todd up you know this random lady that maybe she um Todd dated her friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her yes. boyfriend. He was this fair skinned tall anyway, he's an RB artist from the nineties. Okay. Yes. She walked in on him sucking Diddy's dick. Okay. And she saved when she kinda barged in like they didn't stop. Okay, so of course she's frantic, blah blah blah. Fast forward, Diddy came up to her saying like, "Okay, yeah, so what? You you about to say anything? You're not gonna say anything like, if a girl, if I could make a grown man suck my dick for money, 
I could do whatever. Like, I have power. So, like, even if you say shit, it doesn't mean shit type of thing, you know? Um, now, do we know if that's completely true or not? We don't know. But, again, it just... It gives it's very possible to be true. You know, and also the rumors of, like, okay, maybe him and Usher. You know, he groomed Usher a little bit. Yeah, and they said that's why his mama quickly ended that relationship. They said Usher mama quickly ended that. Like, because Diddy did take him under his wing at first. Mm -hmm. And the mama stepped in, like, "Mm -mm, it's okay, I'll manage my son. Now, post this whole lawsuit, many celebrities have been coming out saying... We stand with you, girl. The Danny, Danny King. many women have been. Yes, out. even Kid Cudi. Okay, so the whole tea with Kid Cudi though uh-huh. was that allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Kid Cudi got with Cassie, or at least tried to date her. No, they was dating for a second. Okay. And Diddy rigged his car to be blown up, mm-hmm. and he was like mm-hmm. Don Carleon. Yeah. So they said, and they said that Cudi car blew up, so he was the one yeah. behind it. Yeah. I can't believe he tried to kill Cudi. It's crazy. It's 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 crazy. I just think, thank God for Drake's life. You know him and Drake got into a fight. Who? Diddy and Drake. Oh, I did not know that. They got into a fight in the club once. Damn. So thank God that Drake is protected. Wow. I just thought about that. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, but thank God. Obviously, we don't want something to to happen yeah, to him. No, for real. Um, but all these women definitely—they've all been saying like they stand with with Cassie, meaning like, okay, we know some truth to it. It takes me back to. One of his baby mamas. Um, what's her name? Ju- not Justin. What's the other boy? Is it Justin? Justin? It is Justin. Justin his yeah. mom, right? When she made, it's like you were trying to say something, but you don't say everything. I mean, essentially, what she, what I took from what she was saying yeah. was like, he lives a lifestyle that is not proper. Yeah, and he is influencing his children Absolutely. to feel like this shit is normal, and it's not. <laughs> and I mean, she's his baby mama when she was seventeen, and he sixteen. Was like, yeah. She met him at sixteen. She was a teenager, and he yes. was a grown ass man. Yes, and he had a baby with him. So, yes. I mean, Diddy's day has been coming. It's coming. It's been, coming. I, and I really do hope like justice is like really served. Like they do investigation. I hope that this doesn't just become like, oh, it's a big news like today, and then like, oh, a month from now is like nothing happened. I do find it interesting, and this and this is where I always get upset with men. Mm-hmm. Cause there's been a mil, there will be like, a, like, for example, when the whole shit happened with Kiki and Darius, not mm-hmm. the second, not the abuse, but the original Usher thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was a million and ten think pieces from men. Yeah, talking about how disrespectful this is or whatever, yeah. whatever. Whenever the shit happened with Megan, it was a million and ten think pieces. Yeah, but it be so silent. They don't stand up. Like, nobody, like, all these celebrity men that always have things to say. Uh, Nobody has said a word. Nobody's commented. Nobody's made a peep. And I feel like I find it really crazy that, like, men be so comfortable commenting on how they feel like women should act in female situations. Yeah. But have no commentary on how men should act in masculine situations. And I don't know if it's that they're just trying to protect each other or if it's that like they're they, scary. Or they also know they look to be doing the same shit. No, a lot of men are scary. To be yeah. very honest, a lot of men are scared and they don't have the cachet to stand up to somebody like mm-hmm. Diddy so they already mm-hmm. know that. But also it's like if you got an opinion, keep an opinion on you. I'm going to say even his peers like, okay, why you ain't say nothing? One thing about Jay, he never going to speak. Yes. Yes. Jay Z don't have a comment on anything. They, yeah, they stand out of stay out of it. I'm surprised Nas and Mace ain't said nothing. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm hoping. But anyway, I think this is quite ridiculous. Um, I am hoping. I'm he he needs to go be with R. Kelly and then be in the same. Carisha, please. Where do we where do we want Carisha to fall on? This? Girl. 
Because there's a lot of conversation. A lot of people are saying, like, I saw a post today that said Carisha gives the type of girl to be like, well, he ain't never did that to me, so. That's what I was going to say. It does give that, though. She does give that. It does, like, well, that wasn't my experience with him. He treat me good, so. He treat me like royalty. That's daddy to me. Oh, not daddy. Like, she did a thing that just make a post on his birthday or, like, was that, oh, like a few weeks ago? You, daddy. Yeah, so. It's sad. It really is sad. So, um, but now on the other hand, right, the same way we're saying that, okay, why are men not saying things? Some women are also like, okay, girl, why are you saying something now? Mm. Right. Um, Paula J. Parker, she's also an actress. Um, Trudy, she was, um, she was, what's her name? Craig girlfriend from Friday. The, you mm-hmm. ain't got the line, Craig. Mm-hmm. She's in a lot of nineties movies. Absolutely. Like, check out. Um, so she also says she's also has, she is also a sexual assault, um, survivor, but she does, she doesn't get it. You know, basically she went on this little rant on Twitter and some things that she's saying is, let me see if I could read, um, something. Okay, she said, I'm sa- I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying she wasn't complaining about being his woman and and the fame that came with it. What goes on between a man and a woman is just that. Mm. At what point does pleasing your man become all of this? Only chicks dating freaky millionaires. Freaky being the operative word. Okay, she said a lot of stuff, right? Basically saying you enjoyed the fame, you enjoyed the money, you went through with it, and now you want to come out and say, oh, you were suffering. Right. Mm. Um, what do you think about that? You know, because we talk about like, OK, when should someone come out about their abuse? Is there a specific timeline? Like, what do you think may have, you know, urged her to be like, OK, now is the time for me to say something. I'm going to sue for 30 million dollars. Does she deserve compensation for their abuse? I, um, when I read that number, when I read that 30 million, I was like, God damn, she feel like she got a case. Because mm-hmm. that right. 30 million is not small. Yeah, that's not small. Yeah. Like, that's not small. Um, it's giving you better have evidence. No, that's not evidence, saying. pictures, videos. Like, yeah, you you must better have like you, your case has to be solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's truth in both situations. Okay, I think Cassie experienced what she experienced, and her speaking on that is valid as shit, and she deserves to tell her truth. Absolutely. But I do think what Paula, uh, what's her name, Paula J? Yeah. I think what she said is completely true as well. Yeah. And it was almost similar to my point in the Meg and Tori situation mm-hmm. when I said that, like, from the jump, the situation was not a good choice. Yeah. Right? Like, it was never a good choice. And I think that a lot of times with these women that live the fast life, mm-hmm. you know, like, we talk a lot jokingly about how, like, being a good girl never served us. Mm-hmm. And... You know, but what has served us is I thank God that I I don't have some of these stories to tell. Yeah. And that comes from not living a fast life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've rarely, and I'm not saying that people who live a, a fast life always find themselves in sexual assault, but I'm saying that, you know, searching certain things, you know the risk that it breeds. Can we say that, okay, he's 37 and she was 19, she was young, maybe desperate to really make it, to be a star, and, you know, I'm assuming he's probably a sweet talker. I sold her a dream, a good game, and all of that. And down the line, before you know it, the abuse came in and she felt trapped. I think one thing I've always been consistent in is I don't believe in certain age gaps. Mm-hmm. So it's like me at 19, I don't give a fuck how rich this man was. If he is a 36, 37 year old approached me at 19, mm-hmm. I would have known that there was like, it's you, a, you, you not coming motive. at me as a pure hearted man. Yeah. You're coming at me as a man that wants something. Or you want my youth. Yeah. Something from me. 
So already that gives me a creep vibe. Mm-hmm. So when she says like at 19 you know better, you do know better to a degree. Like you know that a 40-year-old man is not your dating pool. Mm-hmm. That you're searching for something mm-hmm. in exchange for him searching for something. Like you at the end of the day, you knew that you got with him because of the money and the fame. And because you knew that he wanted you because you was a sexy young thing. Exactly. So, a- exactly. So now, you may not have expected the abuse to come with it, yes. right? Yes. Whether with him maybe forcing you to have sex with other people, recording you, forcing himself with you. Yes. But you knew that you, you were playing a sugar baby role. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then be with a, being with an older man, it comes with certain things in the, in the sense that you kind of have, he's older. He's been around. He's 30. He's 37. So he's Diddy. It's kind of like, what whatever daddy says goes. He's Diddy. Yeah. There's, exactly. there's certain Power. men that, like, you know once you date them, you're you're entering their world. And it's all about them. It's their world. Like, you know what I'm saying? At this point in my life right now, if Diddy, if Jay-Z, shit, if Rihanna wanted to use me... <laughs> Like, listen, it's not because it's not. I don't want it to be a gender thing. It's a power thing. Yes. If Beyonce decided to have some little young thing on tour and he was like 22 Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we can all say, oh, it's Beyonce or whatever little things you want to say. But at the end of the day, she a 42 year old woman. He a 22 year old man. We know. And she's Beyonce no matter what. Yeah. It's her world and her work. Mm -hmm. Like there's no competing against that. Yeah. So like. You just have to, you do cognitively know some things. Yeah. Like, when you got on the show, you knew what you was looking for. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say she deserved any of those things. Absolutely but not. But I do think, you know, when Paula J speaks that, like, there is, there is a market of women who put themselves in situations to be able to have a story to tell. Yes. Yeah, because she did, and I think she said, she said, maybe I'm jaded just because, maybe I'm jaded because I'm here. I live it and see it every day. The pretty ones with little talent take what they want, while the rest of us depend on God. The Bible says Barbara is okay in business. Give a little to get ahead. So she did. He should have took the deal. I don't want anyone 19-year-olds letting some Negro dangle, dangle the Beyonce Cara in her face, accepting nonsense. That's all. Tough love. I mean, it's a conversation that just needs to be. I think that Absolutely. like women don't talk about it enough. Like, and we covered it under this city girl, uh, soft okay. girl life, like okay. that. But that, that's that's what y'all saying without saying it. Like the city girl, soft girl life. It's like, yeah, it's nice to be cared for, but what that comes with the fast life come with something. It, it, it comes. It comes. Just like even if you're a stripper, you say, "I'm just here just to make money." Okay, but. Being a stripper come with a lot of shit. You could be raped as a stripper. You could be abused. Okay, you could get into drugs. You become an addict. Okay. Like, everything comes with its consequences. With a price. With a, with, with a price. It's exactly. a price to it, so. It's sad, she you know. She said something. I'm with you when you're right. Um, it's sad. Prayers to her. For me, I just want, like, him to be exposed for the mean things, the wicked things that he's done. Do you know what I'm saying? Because obviously he's done this to other people too, you know, and even his name change, love, call me love. It's just giving narcissism. Like, it's just, why all this, why? Diddy on record has not been known to be a good person. Yeah. And I am a strong believer that God leave no rock unturned. Okay. You can live your life now. You can have the best life on earth, but what happens in the afterlife awaits you. You could think you up, 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 up. But one day it's gonna come back and catch you. Fall, fall, so fall no matter how much power people have, the final lesson is you don't have more power than God. Okay, that's my final lesson. But since we already talking about these industry secrets, let's talk about <laughs> another industry secret. Allegedly, allegedly, 
that came out this week. Mm. So, you know, our good girl, Tasha K, she always has a little interview, be it true, be it false. She going to put it out. Yeah. It don't matter to her. And this week, she had a trusted ex-assistant of the Pinkett Smith clan mm-hmm. who claimed. Ex-friend, not even assistant. I mean, he said that he, you know, he started off here. He ended up there. Friend. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And he said that Dwayne Martin, above the ring, Dwayne Martin, um, what's it called? All in fam. What's that, that shit called? All in all. All in one. Or one, one for all. all. <laughs> whatever. All for one. One for all. Yeah, that's all of us. <laughs> Abby, whatever. Where the hell did we get all in all? All, for, all of us. Yes. Uh huh. Um, Tisha Campbell's husband was supposedly. Ex husband. You know, that's always going to be her man, though. Um, Not that type of man. No, yeah. she been divorced, yeah. They did say that he is actually Will Smith, man, that they was canoodling and bumping. He, Why they don't call he, it bumping dick? He said he was plowing, boy. He said he was ramming Will Smith's ass. Now Will is the bottom. Will was the bottom. Ooh. He said he was plowing. He was working. So basically, this dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even funny. He's friends. Of the Smiths for forty years, and he was forty years. Yes, he was. Even so he the childhood friend. Yes, childhood friend. You can see wow. old pictures of when Will was like really, really young. Um, and he was like, "Yes, I'm gonna spill all the tea. I don't care." Um, that you know, Jada has even said Will has a small penis. He got a little dick, you know, and you know, Tupac. She's used to a big dick because Tupac has a dick like a baby arm. So how a woman gonna go from a baby arm dick to a little weenie dick? And then, yes, it was a day on set of all of us, and we were looking for Will Smith, and he was searching everywhere. He was going from um, one trailer to another trailer. He's like, oh, let me just go check Dwayne's trailer. And boom, he opened the door. He see Will bent over, and Dwayne is plowing him. He's working. <laughs> he working that motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't listening to this for real. No. You telling me I want to come back and watch nah, it? Nah, for real though. And you know how Tasha's setup is is yes. all deep, like it's like it's some investigation. investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Even Tasha couldn't say anything. She was like, "Hmm, really?" And you call it say your friend. She was like, "Who needs enemy enemies if they have you as a friend?" Like she literally said that to him uh, because you saying all of this was so like, like just, you sound like it was facts. Like you know, but Will to me is is a, he has a little too much misogyny to be gay. He don't give gay. I don't get gay energy. Listen, if Will was gay, he ain't the bottom. I'm but, telling you that much. But about you know Will what? Smith. I do. I I can see maybe little dick energy though. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, I can see, and also. Jada doesn't act like a woman that is Please. satisfied. Mm-mm. Please. How many don't got her together? No. Because I ain't gonna lie, I done been together. Oh. Tell us more. Tell us more. There's nothing to tell. What you but mean? You said you be, you wait, wait now. Don't 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 rush past that statement. You said you just been recently we were put together. No, I didn't say recently. Okay, you I said, didn't add a time frame. <laughs> I just said you've been. I've been put together. So you know how it feels to be put together. Yes, I understand. It's been a while for me though. So it's been a while for me a little bit too. Oh, a little bit. So it was a little bit recent. Time is a construct. <laughs> I love that. It's a good answer. No, but she doesn't give that she is satisfied. It's like she is mad and I'm taking my... You know how we are like... 
if your man hasn't given you no good dick for a while, uh, yeah, we kind of we intentionally I'm start drama. You, house. you know what I'm saying? You, right? You intentionally like kind of pick at him. Like, what the fuck? Why you leave this over here? You stay leaving dishes. Exactly. Yes. It's nothing new though, but you mad about it. Um, get your goofy ass. Yeah, like yeah. you don't even look good today. You need a haircut. You Everything about like, you piss me off. Exactly yes. because he ain't satisfying you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's that's what her energy is given. But Jada standing ten toes behind Will. What this. she said? She did say. Is a lawsuit coming? She said it's one thing to give your opinion, but that was just a slanderous. It was slander. It was it was too much slander. Now here's my thing. I do think that Dwayne and Will had a relationship that was like, y'all niggas don't give y'all have wives. Yes, not yes. necessarily in a romantic way because Lisa Ray has told her story, especially Dwayne. Too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, Dwayne, he he gives whore. Absolutely. So I think that it could easily be like, you know how women say, if you too into your boys, you're yeah. not into your woman enough. Yeah. It's a little something there. Yeah. I think he took that narrative and just exasperated yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That like, him and Dwayne were too close. Yeah. For both of you to be married men. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think that that is what it was. Yeah. I don't think he had them bent over. I don't think now. so, too. That's, Will is not about But I feel bad for Will because I'm like, damn, he getting attacked left and right. It made me wonder what the hell did Will do in his past I'm because at this point, karma is killing you. Like, is he okay, G? Like, this is a lot of attack that you're getting. I'm like, he better have his therapist on speed this dial. This is a spiritual attack. A lot. No, seriously. Seriously. The moment you shine is when you fall. Seriously. That's a proverb. <laughs> no proverb. <laughs> Why you say like that? <laughs> to make it sound real. <laughs> No, no, for real though. He needs to go and do some serious prayer. Serious cleansing. Ah, uh-uh. so sage. Okay, but let's you keep going on this gay rumor, though. So you know the whole Kiki Palmer thing happened. It's still happening, right? Yes. We heard the recording, um, the phone recording of her mom and um the guy Darius. Darius, and in the midst of like the back and forth, back and forth, she said. I didn't even listen to that. Hey, I listened to that shit in the morning. I'm not going to lie. I was in the shower listening to that shit like it was the radio. Um, Miss Sharon, she always going to remind you from, she's from Chicago. Like, no, she gives Chicago I, mom, G. I love being from Chicago because it it's like, Chicago. no matter how you grow and ascend in life, there are certain parts of you that's like, don't ever get me fucked up. I am It's still here. there, yeah. Like, and that's what it gave this whole time. Yeah. Because even when she said what she said, it was very Chicago of her. She said it so matter-of-factly. Like, Absolutely. I'm not even slandering this nigga. Like, she was talking to um to Darius, and basically she was telling him, like, you done fucked up now. She did say, like, touch my daughter again. I'm putting a bullet through your head. Mm-hmm. And you could tell she meant that with every fiber of her being. Mm-hmm. And she was just kind of like, yo, goof ass. Like, yo, mama told us. And she's like, you over here getting mad about... Usher and Kiki, but Usher is gay. Usher bisexual. He likes to sleep with me. He don't even. Damn. She's like, this is the industry, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah, that's how she, she said. Like, dumb motherfucker. She's like, this is the industry, you dumb motherfucker. Usher is gay as fuck, and she meant gay in the sense that he fuck men and yeah. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now, nah, like gay in the you bisexual gay. Yeah. So like, she was just saying that like. That shit was kiki, like like you, you dumb as hell. Like literally, it was such a not necessarily stage, but this was just a moment because it's Kiki Palmer. Yes, that's what artists do. That exactly. This is literally what they do. Like, 
it's for entertainment Any purposes. Any famous woman that went to the show, he did that to them. Every. So, and yeah. In her mind, obviously she didn't know this was going to become a public yeah. phone call. But that was that's what she's telling us then. Like, your goof ass got so heated. Mm-hmm. And she was telling him, like, because the, the nature of the phone call was he was asking to see his son. Mm-hmm. That was what it was about. Clearly, yeah. they got into something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was right after the Usher thing. That's what Loki would have sounded like. Mm-hmm. Like, it was after the Usher thing. Maybe after the Usher thing, he got physical with her again. Mm-hmm. Um, and she took the baby and, you know, mm-hmm. she, she went to her family house. Yeah. And he was just like, the whole time, Darius trying to sound smart. Yeah. Where's my son? I'm trying to be a father to my son. He's going to be raised to be a good man. And Miss Sharon is just giving him bars. You dumb motherfucker. You will not see your That's son. why you ain't booking no shows. No shows. Uh-huh. You don't got shit. Your own mama said, told us, told you that you blessed to be with Kiki, that you ain't shit. You are raised harassing women. Your daddy is abusive. You abusive. Your brother abusive. Mm-hmm. You come from a lineage of abusive men. Like, she was going in. And... The only thing I ain't gonna stunt I took from that was like, whoa, so is Usher gay? That's what I wanted to get back to. Like, is he? I ain't gonna lie. It could be true. Listen, I don't play anything past the celebrity men anymore. And Usher has never wowed me in his love. Every woman, honestly, and it's not that I be needing to be wowed by celebrities' loves, but I just felt like every woman Usher has been with has given, how the fuck did you pull Usher? Outside of Chili. Chili, the only person I'm like, okay. Y'all the same level. Y'all making sense. Every woman after Chile, I'm he don't have three wives. And first of all, it be secret ass wives. I know he even this new wife that he has two, three children with. I'm like, damn, when did this happen, girl? It be it be old ass women. It really do. It really is. It always be old oh, ass yeah, women. They're definitely older. Probably desperate women, low key. Damn, why the guy be desperate? Because they old. don't be cute. They, they be all cute. They don't. They be. Oh, they be looking like. What would you do with a man like? It really be giving like, like, especially that like his first wife. Tamika? It's like, I, you know, I guess she was his stylist. She was a, she's a personal celebrity stylist. It was giving beard. It's like, how? It was giving beard. Yeah. It was giving my mama need me to have some kids. I want to extend my legacy. Let me find somebody. Mm. Like Michael Jackson and his wife. And his wife. Mm, yeah. Like that yeah. style. Yeah. Somebody to just, that, I don't, like when this is over, you're not even going to say nothing because you're just happy for the experience. Okay. So... It's possible. Listen, I don't put anything past the celebrities anymore. Like, they're regular folks like us. Niggas be gay. Who you think is Usher's type as a man, though? That's a good question. Like, what type Do of flavor? Do he like, like, girlier men? You think he likes to be the masculine man, or he likes equally yoked masculinity, or? For some re- reason, Miguel comes to mind. I can see that. For some reason. I can see him, Omarion, like, oh, mm-hmm. those type. Like, yeah, manly, but... Yeah. Malleable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Manly but malleable. Yeah. That's how I see it. Like not sure. a, yeah. He don't, he don't even know oof. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. But he don't want no like feminine. Fem- yeah. yeah, he don't want no queen either. Yeesh. Yeah. Okay. Listen, we are still on this topic of niggas being We're still on the matter. We are still on it. Um. So there's this um blogger that I do follow. She's a Nigerian blogger. Yes. Um, and her name is Ife, and she said many women send her letters about their husband. Again, this is a Nigerian blogger that lives in Nigeria, okay? She's not a Nigerian-American, but she lives in Nigeria, and it's kind of like a relationship blog and all that kind of stuff, and many women send her letters about how their husbands are gay, and they don't find out that their husbands are gay till after the marriage, Mm. right? So maybe they find out, like, oh, hold on, my husband's low-key sleeping with his best friend. 
Ooh. Like, or you walk in on your husband and like, damn, he he getting plowed. Or he doing the plowing. It's the way I pass out. Okay. And how it's many, many, many. This is not like a one-off thing. It's something that's becoming so, so common, right? And how they feel like they feel stuck. They don't know how to leave or if they can leave. Because, you know, in Nigeria, marriage is a very big thing. It's a big It's like, it's a big thing. It's like, as a woman, you don't know. Especially at a certain age, you're not married. It's like, girl, you better have a man. Whether he's a poor man, don't broke man. <laughs> girl, I know it too. <laughs> Whether he's a poor man, broke man, fat old, at least you have a man, man. Mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, girl. Yeah. So it's like they feel like, what will my family say? How do I even come out and say I'm leaving my husband because he's gay? Baby, because even that, even that concept of homosexuality is it's, it's banned. It's a yeah, yeah. it's, it's a major thing. It's a crime. Even you know, it's growing. Girl. But so also, they are, some of them feel like they they feel stuck in the sense that their husband's not letting letting them go. Right. No, you're not going anywhere. Right. You're not going anywhere. Where do you think you're going? I'll beat you. You're not going anywhere. Like Diddy style. Yes. Literally like Diddy style. And I'm like, and she was like, this has become like a pandemic. And I was thinking about this. And I'm like, you know, the major thing that plays a role in this is the stigma of homosexuality. Yes. If y'all let motherfuckers, let motherfuckers be gay. They wouldn't be wasting our time. Because I, I feel like it's quite wicked to really lie to a woman and sell a false life and, you know, be on a down low. You know I said you know that you're gay. Why marry a woman? Yeah, I really just be thinking like this is not new. I think there's a lot of like we be peeping. Like I've always said that when we think about the LGBT community or sexual pervasion or whatever, yeah. whatever, a lot of time maybe resting in men because mm-hmm. men do not be having a place to express. Yeah these desires at all yeah. like even women get to play with it because even if women aren't like or women can have a, like a lesbianic phase where they yeah. mess with women or they, lesbianic no for real like <laughs> women be doing things absolutely or whatever it's seen as cute or it's a little phase or it's seen as like a little freaky thing gender yeah like freaky adventurous yeah. uh-huh but like men do not have it's straight and narrow so yeah. i feel like men will do anything to cover that that yeah that part of them yeah i mean i know a lot of non-gay niggas yeah. too but I know a lot of men that's like, you been gay as hell. And then you be the one that is homophobic. Been gay But you're as gay. Hell. Or like some of those men too. I know a lot of guys that are like just great boyfriends, but that's because they're gay. That's how they want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And that is the actual real scary part. Mm-hmm. When it's like, oh, I think I got a good man, but really I got a good gal. Really? He's my guy best friend. He's a good gal. Like, yeah. he giving you. That's like, my duty, yeah. That's how I want to be. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the term? <laughs> I'm trying to be sitting. You bogus. <laughs> you bogus. It just, it it's called me. Like, it was just. So, bitch, I know the lingo. Fuck you, me. It was so serious. You threw it in there. Like, I know. What you, we so, we so serious. No, it's you know. I think I've mentioned this before. I think I shared it with you. Where you know, you know, I've been going down a rabbit hole on social media. Um, some um, pastor's wife made a Facebook post, right, yes. exposing her husband that my past, my husband, as a pastor that preaches against homosexuality, that this man is this man is gay, right? To Damn. the extent that his booty hole is expanded. Eh? No, it's torn up. She what do you po- mean? She posted the pictures. And my picture of his eh? booty hole because the. It's because the husband, he's been in the hospital and he has to lay on his chest. Oh. Yeah, I saw the pictures. I I, go, I went to the Google 
images. I saw it. G. Like the doctor was like, no, he's doing too much. Also, they're saying like, okay, some ritual may be involved. Like some people engage in um, homophobic acts for um, you know ritual purposes, right? Whoa. Like you know how oh, ritualists oh maybe they should kill your mother. Yes. Maybe like sleep with some guys or whatever. Uh, but. I saw the pictures. This is no. I'm not saying who people are homos and are gay that your booty hole is torn up. But I'm just saying with this guy, it has torn up. It was teed up. It was. Even the doctor was like, "No, your husband needs to take it easy. He's doing too much." Like at this point, you're doing some aggressive ass shit. Okay. And this is a pastor. Is my point. You know what I'm saying? A pastor that preaches against um, homosexuality. You know. So it's just like. I think we should be more open. Let people be who they are so that things like this don't keep happening because it's destroying lives. It's destroying families. It's, it's, it's horrible. It really, 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 really is. Like it is definitely something that I'm just kind of like, you just got to let people be who they are. Yeah. You got to let people be who the hell they are. And you know what? In our next segment, we're going to talk about somebody who really realized who they are. Okay. You know, ever since they came to Chicago, I've low-key had a bad taste of my mouth about this person. Really? Hell yeah. So there was one night. What what year was this? 2019? I feel like it was, it was definitely like 2019, 2018. It was like four years ago. Jadena, no, five it was, years, yeah. Five years ago. Jadena came to town. That's when he was doing his little thing when he was going to... Mm-hmm. Different bars for a little pop up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Jadena came into town and we were trying to get backstage to do our cross culture thing. Mm-hmm. And it just gave, oh, it's some hoes in this house. It's some hoes in this house. Yeah. So it was just nothing but whores. And ever since then. I blame that more like the bodyguards though. Like it was the manager of whatever. Um, They're the ones. Because some people were able to like get in. Yeah. But it was more of like the guys at the door. Yes. I mean, okay, we'll shoot him. I don't think if he got in, he'll have been like, no, we're not talking to you because y'all ain't some. I mean, never that. But (laughs) (laughs) no. But I get how you feel. Recently, Jadena, though, was on a podcast and he had a little something to say. Let's listen to what Jadena had to say years dragging them along they built me up look at me now and look at them if you are creative i folded you into my artwork if you were in my artwork i gave you a job i gave you a job i mastered your life i gave you a house food everything you need i protected and provided for you i did what men are supposed to do you know i remember different quotes i said like just like really manipulative things to say like no one's gonna love you the way i do Mm. my god I'm ashamed mm. of it. And I, that's what makes me angry when I see my brothers do that. We can't do that. To Girl, I'm not even going to do You don't need to just fuck up. No, but uh, but what he said, though, what are your thoughts? You don't think it's, it's, some, it's some little, you know, jams, what he's saying? I think he's saying a truth. I don't think he's sincere in it, though. It doesn't give sincere. That it, I would say. It's like, Jadana, shut your ass up. What, what's coming out? Classic man, gentleman man. Yeah. Good man, what's yeah, coming out? Man. Because this proper man, proper man, I did it. I'm not gonna do it again. Like it's not giving genuine. Even the way he was saying it, he was talking like a man that wants to please women. Mm-hmm. Like the things he was saying was like, I was manipulative. I was this. Men don't talk about themselves like that when they realize the shit that they did. But what about men that do realize the shit they did and they want to talk about that? And, but they you don't know. speak like that. Like, How do they speak? A lot of guys that I've experienced when they have their, I Come get it. Uh-huh. Yes, it's very much like I think they take ownership in a different way. They don't take ownership in a like. I was the bad guy. I did waste your baby making years. I, okay. I destroyed. They take ownership and they're like, 
man, I wasn't in a good place, and I and I wasn't treating women the way they were supposed to be treated. Okay. Or you know, I did things that served me. Isn't that what he said though? No. If you he, listen, did you listen to yes, the whole thing? If you decipher what he said, but that's what he was trying to say. But the way he said it to me was like he said it to appeal. Okay. Like, he didn't say it from a genuine place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, I mean, what he said is the truth. Mm-hmm, it's true. Mm-hmm. Men are manipulative. Mm-hmm. It's true that a lot of times during these, the best breeding years of our lives, we're sitting here uh, bringing up men who get on from our tutelage, our love, our care, and our yeah. support. And then we be 32 together, and then they go get with a 24-year-old. Do you feel like a man has wasted part of your baby making year hell yeah damn i was with somebody most of my 20s and i am no longer with that person whatsoever Mm-mm-mm. never we don't talk i agree i so. i do agree what you said about you know something about the way about his persona with you know something about in an interview it gives like you like, know like you, mm, stuff. you know like yes this is absolutely true um, but I think when he said, I'm so disgusted with myself, it just gave exaggeration. Um, uh, but nonetheless, it is very true that men do waste ba- women, you know, baby making your sure. day, you know, they pretend to be everything that you want, right? Yes. They'll be there. They will call you, you know, they'll be so supportive, but they know deep down, they probably don't really want you. Yeah. You know or they don't see a future. With but you. If you, right, exactly. Like, you know, that it's not me that you want. Just let me be, but you don't want to see me with somebody else. Right. Or, you know, I'm good for you right now. Exactly. You know you're, you're benefiting from this right yes. now too, right? Maybe, maybe we're both into art. Maybe maybe you maybe you need me for whatever, whether it's for finances, whatever it may be. You know, it's just kind of like, mm, but you're using me. You know what I'm saying? Because men definitely use women for stability a lot. You of know course. What I mean? like, whether it's mental, emotional, financial. Yeah, financial. it's something constant, something I can rely on, something there. And, you know, I think that, yeah, definitely what he said is valid. Did he mean it? Mm-hmm. But I, I do want to say also on the flip side, the same way a man could use up, waste your baby making years, sometimes men could make you have babies for them and also use that up too, if that makes sense. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, I have a child. Like, I'm not saying my child's father <laughs> use my own baby making years. <laughs> But you know, but like there are cases of women that do say like, "Oh, this man intentionally impregnated them, right? Yeah, intentionally got them knocked up because it's like, no, I don't want you to go get this career that you want to get. I don't want you to move to a different state. I don't want you to blossom. Like I see you about to, oh, I need you about connection. to pop off. Exactly. I want you to be yeah. so tied into to yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? You definitely gotta be careful. Like you know, this concept of being like the fluffer girlfriend is so real, G. It's so freaking mm. real that it's scary because it's. At, during the moment, you feel like, okay, this is it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like they're using you for practice. Or, you know, something that doesn't get talked about a lot is on the opposite spectrum of that, like the guy who's too nice of a guy to break up with you mm. and is like, he's heartbroken. Like, like he ends up breaking your heart when he finally gets the guts to leave you. Like, damn, I thought this was a great relationship. I thought we was in it. But, like, you just are a good man. But you weren't my man for me. Yeah. And that, that'd be a whole nother ordeal, too. Yeah. And I think, oh, that's tough. And I think as a woman, it's important for you to pay attention to that. Yeah. Because sometimes you can see, like, this is a very good man. You know, and, and sometimes we're just attracted to a man because I know he's a good man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he, you know he may not be the good man for you. Exactly. It may just be out of 
comfort. Like he's just a good man. He knows what he's supposed to, to do. do. Yeah. He knows that he's supposed to treat women like this. He knows the right and wrong ways to be with women and he's not gonna he's not gonna dog you out or disrespect you. Yeah. But he he doesn't he's not fully connected to you. Has he ever had a good man like that? I don't think so. I've never had a good man, period. So Damn. therefore Like you can't say you've had a good man. No. Damn. I've never experienced that. I'm waiting. That's sad. Have you? I'm trying to think. You know what? No. Maybe no also because I've had moments where like this person was a good man in this time. Like he was good like, to me, but was yeah. he a good man? Right, right. Or or I think also like, right. I don't know because men be changing. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like... Ugh. Say that. It may be changing because for, for me, my ex at a point was like, oh, to me, I'm like, this is a good man. But then he changes to not be <laughs> the good man I thought he was to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but I've not had a man that I'm just like, this is a good man that I am holding on to and he ain't going nowhere type of good man. Yeah, or even like a good man, not just because like it worked out, but just like how you handled the relationship. Right, right. You that's, know what I'm I think saying? that's the key right there. Yeah, it's like. I know good men, yeah. but like, have I personally experienced a good man? Yeah, no. yeah. These niggas be what you didn't say, manipulative. <sighs> good man, please come our way, come our way, baby. Would you come our way? All right, um, let's switch it up. Um, a different side of relationships. Um, someone made a post. They said there needs to be a study on the single friends falling out with the one friend who's in a happy relationship and they as available to link with them like before. I've seen too many situations like this. When I've seen this happen, it's typically because the person in the relationship has forgotten about the person who were there for them prior to their relationship. So while their relationship may be happy, it's not necessarily healthy. They're bad in their friends, which isn't cool. Do you have friends like that? That's like, as soon as they get with a man, you could tell, like, friendship is going to dwindle. I definitely had a friend that once she got married, it was definitely a shift. And I don't think she realized that there was a shift. I think she was in denial about the shift. But I think it's okay to have a shift. You're meant to have a shift of mindset, of thinking, right? Of mm-hmm. being when you're married or, you know, it's in a relationship. I get that. But that shouldn't shift the way you're a friend to me. Yeah. Right. Or the way you view our friendship, especially yes. if we're supposedly good friends. You know, it's one thing. Oh, maybe I'm that friend that's trying to corrupt you. Exactly. This is a different story. Like I'm the outside. Okay. Friend. Maybe I'm trying to fuck. I ain't trying to fuck your relationship. But a lot of women, especially Nigerian women, but even just women in general, it's like once they get into like a very serious relationship or you know close to marriage or marriage, they feel like okay, I'm, I'm on a different level. Yeah, you are on a different level. Mm. Well, it's more of a like a, I'm on the and I'm above type of level. Yeah, they definitely feel like they're above you, and you can't understand. You can't relate. Like you can't relate. Like, ugh. and I do agree. There may be certain things within a marriage that I can't relate to because I am not married. But it doesn't mean I don't understand relationships. It doesn't mean or that you can't confide. Or love. It I doesn't mean, mean you can't still confide with me. In, you know about your marriage, or especially if you know that oh we have a good friendship. That's the keyword thing there too. You know the things like we were good friends. Prior to relationship, shit, I supported you throughout the relationship. I damn near helped you get this relationship. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. I gave you advice in the relationship. So once it changed to marriage, why the shift? Or even outside of marriage, a lot of women just get in relationships and shift. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't even have to be marriage. It's like as soon as you, some people don't Got even get the relationship. Somebody has a man occupying their life. Mm-hmm. They are different. You can, you don't hear from them no more. Like it's like okay. That girl. Every time I talk to you, he there. Or you over there. Yeah. 
or now you can't talk. Or now, I mean, let's tell the truth. We had a friend. Mm-hmm. The whole relationship changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she found love. <laughs> when she found love. She found love. Yeah. And one day she might have asked a question. Okay. And we responded maybe as single girls. Right, 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 right. And since that moment, mm-hmm. the friendship. And I peeped it instantly. I instantly the rest we gave the response. I peeped the sh- the shift of like they don't get it immediately. Yeah, it was like they don't they can't understand. They don't get it. Do you think this happens in both genders? Do men do that? Do men do that? Do men be like, okay, um, you know, I got a girl. I can't fuck with y'all no more. Okay. To your good friends, right? Like to the friends that like are actually your friends, you don't do that. I think it makes sense that you are not as available because you are That's with different. your boo. Like yes. it's natural. That's y'all different. traveling, y'all cut it up, y'all in the bed, not y'all fucking, y'all one. having sex. Like y'all out and about. Like that's normal. Ideally. Like you know what I'm saying. Like that's okay, but still make time for your people. And as you said, he said, "My guys, like your good friends, they still hear from you." You know what I'm saying? It's not like a you know did we do that i'm trying to think has there ever been a moment where you girl have we like, had good men to do that with no but any man it's not even about like a good man like you and your and your what's it called honeymoon phase of love where you feel like this bitch she she is not even here no more because she with this dude but i didn't really ask this bitch i was like oh she with buddy and i'd be like oh, don't let me to stop you you know, you do be saying that. I'm like, no, it's not let me stop. I mean, it, sometimes it can be like, a, okay, but it's like, it's a like, okay, girl. You know, it's not like a. Ugh. I think I do try to consciously in the back of my head when I have those moments when somebody may be occupying my time. I do try to actively, like, there was a point where I was telling a person, like, nah, I can't cancel all my girls. Right, 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 right. Like, we'll have, like, me and me and my girls have, like, maybe. Oh, we want to drink, or they hit me up like we want to do this. And if I knew he's there or yeah. he's around, I'll be like, "Deuces!" And he'd be mad, like, "So we just not gonna do this." And I'm like, "I, I can't cancel all my girls. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be that girl." Yeah, that's exactly. like, I mean, man, no, fuck you. Like every person I've dated, they know, like, oh, they're not about dummy. You yeah. Know Even if they've never met you, they still know who you are. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's never like a, they just know. Like, whereas, like, and I don't want to be in those situations where some people feel like it's a competition. You yeah, know what I'm that's saying? weird. So now, like, okay, with this whole Mary thing, do you feel like sometimes once people get married, they don't invite you to certain places anymore? Baby, I've been like kicked out of wedding. <laughs> Tell the truth, shame the devil. Like, it. <laughs> I definitely would say that, you know, I think we're also in this social media age too, or era where it's like relationships, relationship posts, yes. you know what I'm saying? Hashtags, me and my boo, whatever, whatever. And people are really enticed by that, right? People are really attracted by that. And once they see like, oh, you're not posting that, like, oh, she ain't got nobody. Eh. I think there's a I lot feel like of people, other couples do that. I feel like there's so many people who don't have like a life or personality outside of certain, like, Yes. Being a parent and or being in a relationship. Yeah. Like some people can't individually say like, this is what I like. These are my friends. I meant this. I mean this. Like, it'd be like, oh, me and, me and, me and Rob. And that's, that's Rob friend and Rob girl, friend, friend and girlfriend. And we yeah. like, they yeah. have no real yeah. 
self outside of these spaces. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's like, yeah, if I don't fall into that archetype, it definitely will feel like we we can't kick it or we don't have no relationship. Yeah, we can't kick it. Or there's nothing there. I think a lot of the time, too, as like a single friend, it does start to feel like, I ain't finna crowd your space. Mm -hmm. I ain't finna be the third person. Yeah, because it's like, there's it's one thing to like hang out with your friend and their boyfriend. Yeah. And it's one thing to be like, okay, I'm hanging out with my friend and her man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're, okay, like you was dating somebody that I also knew when mm-hmm. we was in college. Mm-hmm. I hung out with y'all a lot. Yeah. And it didn't feel like, oh, I'm fucking third wheeling all the time. But then I also had a, a friend at that time who had a boyfriend, and she made it a point to let me, know, like, to make it feel like it was always. What a was third it that was done differently? I think that they always tried to make it, like, they always tried to frame the 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 time spent like they eventually framed it in a my man my man my man or my partner my partner my partner but that means what are that. you doing Ooh, you know what i'm saying like before you know it we could be hanging out with friends and it could be like oh you should bring so-and-so and we can all hang out together damn you could come too mm. Mm-hmm. Bitch, why you gotta make me mm-hmm. come? Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If we hanging out, let's all hang out. Yeah. If it's a free for all, it's a free for all. Yeah. If it's a couple's double date, don't even say it in front of exactly. Me. But don't be you could come too. too. Yeah. Don't be weird. I think you know this also brings me to the question I asked on my birthday. You know, because majority of people I invite to my birthday, they're in relationships. It was just me and you that were the single girls. Yes. And I asked them like, okay, I invited them. I didn't invite their partners because they are my friends. You know what I'm saying? And I asked them, like, did they feel offended that I did not invite them to my, their partners to my birthday? You know, because, again, some couples feel like, you invite me, my boo must be invited. Yes. It's a two-for-one special. Bogo. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, they did say, like, oh, no, you know, of course it's no big deal. But another statement that was made was, like, well, because you're also single, so I wouldn't expect um, you to invite my partner. So now, if I was in a relationship, right, I have my boyfriend, do I also have to invite my friend's no. partner to my event? I think it depends on the type of event that it is. I actually don't, no matter what type of event. Mm-hmm. If I don't want your partner there, then I feel to like be it was like, if it's like a big party, a big like housewarming, it's like, okay. It's you like know. they can come if it's just like a free for all invitation. Yes, yes. Because exactly. like a big party becomes a free for all invitation. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm doing like a birthday dinner, no. whether I have a man or not, exactly. If I don't invite your nigga, I'm not inviting your man. And period. I want my because I want my close friends to be there and my people. And my man is my people. Your He's man my is close not. friend. I agree. I totally agree. I I totally agree. Because I feel like I'm I'm not that way. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't even if I'm to bring my man, I would ask first. Yeah. Like, is it okay to bring him? Is there a space yeah. for him? Yeah. And I just feel like that's weird overall. Like, yeah. if you don't intentionally be like you and your man. Exactly. I'm not even going to, I'm going to just let him know. Like, I'm going to assume he's not invited. I'm going so and so. We can link after or scoop me from here. or like. Because yeah. if he is, I will send a joint message to both of y'all. Or I'll send him a message too. Or I would verbatimly say, bring back. Bring him. Exactly. Some people be overdoing it. Yeah. Some people really be overdoing it. It definitely is tough sometimes being a single friend. Because I'm like, damn, I'm being judged for being single. I know I am. Like damn, I I I I'm not in the cool gang, huh? I ain't cool no more. Period. 
I'm not a monk. It's okay, Sha. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, I mean, we've talked a lot about relationships, but let's talk about a different type of relationship. Mm-hmm. So, as we all know, um, rapper Coyle Ray is the daughter of Benzino. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't know Benzino's yeah. history. Mm-hmm. A lot of people met Benzino as Carly Rae's man on Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. But Benzino is the, the creator, founder, and starter of The Source magazine. And the Source Magazine is a huge hip-hop platform. They even used to have their own award show. So, like, imagine fucking the the owner of GQ or Essence or something. Benzino was that, you know? Um, So, long story short, recently Benzino was on an Instagram Live. And I guess maybe something happened with Koi where... You know, Koi and Benzino relationships so up and down. Some days she's like, oh, my daddy, I love my dad, that's my dad. And then Mm -hmm. some days... She's like, that man, he wasn't there, so on and so forth. So recently, um, he brought up the point that, well, why wouldn't I be able to ask my daughter, Koi, for money? Yeah. I took care of her. Yeah. I birthed her. Mm -hmm. Why would I not be able to ask my own daughter Mm -hmm. for money? Yeah. And a lot of people were so split about that. Yeah. A lot of people was like, well, you the parent, you're not... You supposed to take care of her. Entitled. She shouldn't mm-hmm. be trying to take care of you. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of people brought up the the everlasting verse, honor that parent, love that mm-hmm. parent, you know, all that. Where do you? How do you feel about that? I feel like it. It speaks to the type of relationship that they have. Yeah. You know. Yes, he gave birth to her, but it, there's definitely something where, like, maybe he wasn't there. He wasn't present. You know, during yeah. a part of their life, of her life. You know, it, there's some resentment. There's some anger. There's some like, ugh. Going yes. on, but it's also like I love my dad. That's my dad. I'm so like my dad, you know, because yes. she's similar. Sometimes the way she acts too is like, girl, she definitely giving no neck at times. Exactly. Um, but you know, also it's like on the other side, yes, that's your father. Your father should be able to ask you for money. Facts. You're a successful young lady. It's not like oh, he's asking for money when you're broke, when you're a struggling yeah. artist. You're successful. You yeah. can't afford to help your yes. dad. Why not help your dad? Yes. Also, why also this is not her first interview that she's done talking shit about her dad. It's too much. It's too much. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's weird because, like I said, in some interviews, she'd be like, that's my dad. Yeah. You know, it's still Benzino. I love him no matter what. That's just And Zeno. they both do it, honestly. They both they, do it. There are moments where it's like, he, this is not the first time he's also gone in on her. And, and there are moments he's like, like I, I love her. Coy. My baby making. That, she, my, she looks like him. My baby got a song with Nicki Minaj. I'm proud of her. Yeah. Like, it's, it be crazy. It definitely shows that they don't have a healthy relationship. That's why she feels like, why are you asking me for money? But in all in all, your father should be able to ask you for money. And let's call it space. But I think some of these Nepo babies need to stop it. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you a Nepo baby. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter if, like, yes, you have to establish your own name. Yeah. But, but that, that little name. That little, that little Benzino, the hip-hop, the it source. It opens some doors. Whatever, no matter how you feel, whatever Benzino was doing in the day is what. You had some little famous introduce uncles. Introduce you. Yes. It's your, you're a Nepo baby. Absolutely. So a lot of these people, not saying you haven't had your own share of struggle, but you're a Nepo baby, and the Nepo comes from Benzino. I still, to the day, don't know who Coilerae Mama is. We sure don't. I don't have we no have idea. never seen her. I ain't never seen her on the carpet. We don't know if she's black, if she's Hispanic, all we if know, she, she white, exactly. she Asian. Exactly. For all we know, she Blazer. Literally. So we we like. I do think, and that, and 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 it's really in the black community. Yeah, there is such a um, contentious. Mm. It's a contentious relationship with parents and children. Yeah, because a lot of the time, you know, as we know, a lot of times we're forced to grow up early. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like mm-hmm. shared responsibility in black mm-hmm. households, so it's like a lot of times. 
there's that tension. Yeah. But traditionally, in a lot of different cultures, at a certain point, there is like, it is now my responsibility to care for my parents. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I'm in that phase of my life. Yeah. Where a lot of my responsibility is my mom. Mm-hmm. So... I quite personally, I low key don't think it is anything wrong with him. I think as long as the boundary. Now, of course, there are parents that overdo it. Facts. Where it's like, okay, you trying to live off of me, you being bogus. Boundary. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But like, as you said, share responsibility. Like, I feel a lot of African Americans feel like other cultures and experience this whole like concept of like share responsibility. I had to like watch my siblings. Okay. I had to start working at an early age. Like, are those things fair? No, they are not fair. But other cultures, as Africans, ah, this is common now. But with us, it's more. We also do it with pride in the sense of we're more community based. Yeah. This is for the overall growth for the family. For the family, you know. But you know, America has an individualistic mindset. Society. Like, society. Sure. So it's kind of like, damn. You take away from me. Yeah. yeah, it do be a lot of like my life, my story, my, 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 my. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Shaquay, get get what you can, baby. Yes. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much it for our hot topics. And let's go to our Lodo of the week. Y'all know how we like to give it to you every week. We like to talk about somebody that did something extra goofy, silly, and stupid. Our Olodo. An Olodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. So the Lodo goes to both Senator Mark Wayne Mullen and Sean O'Brien. And they really got into it during this whole, you know, Senator meeting that was going on to the fact that um, Bernie Sanders, he had to be like, y'all need to chill out. This is this is becoming verbal abuse. He told them to break it up. Let's hear a little bit of what they were saying to each other. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Not a clown. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time. No, not any place, any time. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. What? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. And he stood up. Stand your butt up. American people have enough of contempt for Congress. Let's not I don't make like it worse. Thugs and you, bullies. You have, and that's you have I don't like you because you just described yourself. That's pretty much <laughs> What? <laughs> But no, literally, this good old boys, man. He said it's on site. I he love. He said, "Come on." He said, "Catch me outside." That was the most eloquent way to say you was talking all that shit on Twitter. You said it was on site. Mm-hmm. This is the site mm-hmm. right now. What's mm-hmm. good? Mm-hmm. I kind of like that level of gully, though. You said you stand your butt up. It's like, called stand toes. Stand up. So this was between um, Senator Mullen. He responded to a tweet that um, Sean O'Brien wrote about him. So he was reading that tweet when he Not first started. Not the tweet is what it, I Twitter was, was, I'm telling you. Um, and basically, like, calling him out, like, come on now. Um, and you can see Bernie just, he kept saying, like, stop. This is violence. This is abuse. This is not what we are here for. Damn. The taxpayers are not paying for this shit. Come on, Bernie. Like, come on. And, I feel, and it's like, y'all know this shit is recorded, right? Like, this is a Senate hearing. This is definitely on C-SPAN. It's, it's, come on. Not C-SPAN was giving VH1. Gee, it really was. It's like, you know, so I give them, we're giving them a little bit of it because this, and this happened for a straight six minutes, G. No, that's a long time. It's a straight it. verbal scruffle. <laughs> verbal scruffle, as you they be call it. our time. <laughs> Talking about catch me outside. He said, let's go. Let, let's go. And they said, he said, stand up. Then you stand your butt up then. Now he ain't no bitch I like that. 
<laughs> like, I'm ready to go. I mean, it was goofy because it was ghetto in the setting. It was ghetto. But, you know. It was absolutely ghetto. Come on, y'all grown man. But I like that they stood on business. Yeah, but it's ghetto. Come on now. It's ghetto. Not, not, we're not in the office. You're doing this in the office now. That's what I'm saying. Do it's, this after our office it is hours. It's giving hood rat. Sure is. White folks are hood Or trailer park too. rat? What would you call it? No, they're hood rat. Hood rat? Okay. Because okay. he told him it's on site. This, mm-hmm. He said, you said anytime, any place, this is a time and a place. Okay. Ooh, I'm for the use that. <laughs> this is a time and a place. What's green? Yeah. So they get a little of the week for that. And let's go to our next segment. So our next segment goes, is called Care for the Culture. Our Care for the Culture this week goes to... T.I., well, Clifford T.I., Tip Harris, Mm -hmm. as well as Tamika Harris, known as Tip and Tiny. Mm -hmm. Tip and Tiny have officially opened their very first low-income housing development in Georgia. The development includes 143 apartments and 25 special units for homeless youth. This is in the Entrada West Side and sits across from Central Hill Park in Atlanta. This is amazing. We gotta clap it up for them. Absolutely. For once, once in Tip and Tiny's history, we can say something good about them. No, they actually do a lot of charity work and like stuff yes, like this. Yes, but, but I'm saying say. usually when they're in the headlines, it's because of their Both sex of them. Capades, That's true. That's true. Or Tip catching a charge or King is embarrassing them yeah. or Tamika's group is acting up. So it's nice to see them finally getting the headlines for something. Absolutely. Um, beneficial to their community. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is wonderful. This is great. 400 and, uh, 143 units? That's a lot. Oh, my God. That's a lot. And I, and I like that they have some special stuff for youth. Because yes. there are a lot of, like, you know, that, that age range from, like, 14 to 18, 19, where it's like, I'm grown enough for the world not to care about me. Yeah. But I'm also too young to access adult aid. Yes. Um, they do be needing help. They Absolutely. do need help. So I do like that they looked out for them as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. I like this. this. This is amazing. It's needed. Let's continue to help our communities. All right. Um, that's pretty much it. Any final thoughts, comments? You want to give for the audience before we end with the quotes? Um, guys, I think that I just want to tell everybody it's never too late to start again, and it's never too late to start for the first time. Okay. Um, you know, I think that to bring it back to how we started with Cassie and Diddy, one thing that always stood out about Cassie is that after the ten years she spent with Diddy, it took her no time to find Alex Fine to have two children, Mm -hmm. to have what seems to be a beautiful life now. Mm -hmm. She wasted 10-plus years on Diddy. Mm -hmm. And as soon as she made the decision to start her life, it started. So no matter what anybody is going through, I do want to reassure everybody that it is never too late to take that first step. Absolutely. I like that. I totally agree. Um, My quote is, don't be afraid, don't be ashamed, don't ever apologize for your sexuality. Just be you. This is by Sonia Deville. And today we talked a lot about the sexuality. Game, exactly. And if that's truly who you are, you know, find your community and be you. Don't be. I know it's definitely tough, you know. For sure. Um, but it's better that you be who you are than to pretend to be something that you're not. I feel like okay. that's a more difficult life to live. It's a lot of pretenders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening to the podcast. And this is Cross Culture. Thank <laughs> you.
who is a dumbass. Stupid makes me <laughs> Come on now. It's Danielle, and this, this is Cross Culture. Culture.